Welcome to the Energy Upgrade Podcast. Hey, I'm Vanessa, and I'm obsessed with all things health, energy, entrepreneurship, motherhood, and living my best life. I'm here to give you actionable steps in reclaiming your energy and reconnecting with your power. I'm a certified integrated health practitioner and kinesiologist. I spent the past decade with a focus on skin health and age prevention while co-founding a network of medical aesthetic clinics on the west coast of Canada. After healing myself from burnout, mold, heavy metal, and all the things, I'm back to my passion for health optimization, and I'm lucky enough to coach high-achieving women just like you in finding their energy and life force back transforming their life so they can step into the highest version of themselves has energized me and inspired me to bring to life this podcast. Here, I'll talk about detox, lifestyle, mindset, supplements, breathwork, parasites, (laughs) and everything in between. I know you're so busy, so I keep it under 30 minutes. Thank you for being here. Cozy up and let's get started. Your energy is your life force. You want to be able to magnetize your wildest dreams. A liver detox is the fastest way to start healing. You can and you will. Well, hello, beautiful women, and welcome to another episode of the Energy Upgrade. I'm your host, Vanessa. And today I have a wonderful conversation with my personal business coach, Mark Longwith. I have a conversation about the balance of the feminine and the masculine energy. And the reason why I thought this was so important to bring to you today was because if you're a high achieving woman, if you've been pushing through life like I was, there's a good chance you've been in your masculine energy. And there's a good chance now you're probably asking yourself, is this it? Is this? Is this what life is all about? If you haven't been tapping into the feminine energy, there is a side of you that's missing. And I know there was a big side of me that was missing. And it's something I'm still actively working on. I want to reconnect with that feminine side of me. And I that I've really made it a goal and a big purpose for, for this year. But Mark is coming to us today to share his vision of that. And I thought it was so interesting to have it come from a man, to hear it from him, his observation. And Mark is is one of the very few humans who has the capacity to hold both the masculine and the feminine energy at 50%. Like he's perfectly balanced. So it's a very, very interesting conversation. Mark is a heart-centered, spiritual-based entrepreneur. He's a mixed martial arts fighter and a sommelier. He creates impact by developing spiritual CEOs that truly have the medicine the world needs right now. He has worked with directly with professional athletes, Michelin star chefs, and nine-figure CEOs. And I've had the chance of working with him in what he co-founded, the Energetic Alignment Academy, which is a coaching container for healing coaches and spiritual coaches. And I've had the pleasure of interacting with him in that program. Mark is joining us today from Medellin, Colombia, where he's been spending most of his time, but he's 
born and raised in Las Vegas, the city of sin. So he's had a massive personal transformation. He's observed and felt the shifts himself. And so today we'll be talking about how, what are the things you can do to bring more of that feminine energy and when is it that you need to be in your masculine, how to balance that. And then we even get a juicy conversation about the quantum, how to access frequency medicine and the quantum space to start creating abundance and hold that vision of the future. Okay, now let's just go in right into this wonderful conversation. I hope you'll enjoy. Okay, Mark Longworth, welcome to the Energy Upgrade podcast. Hey, Vanessa, how are you? Thank you for having me. It's um, such a pleasure to have you here as the co-founder of the Energy Energetic Alignment Academy, which I'm part of. I've been part of this wonderful group of coaching that you started. I've been in it for six months now, and I've had the pleasure of having you coach me through this journey of becoming myself a coach, a healer. And um, there is something that you mentioned in one of our sessions that I really wanted to bring to my audience today. And you talked about the feminine and the masculine and the importance of the balance of that in business and in our personal life. And for me, it was such a big a big aha moment because it made me realize how I had been operating more in the masculine. And so I thought, ooh, okay, a lot of people like me need to hear this. Um, but maybe before even we dive in there, how does an ex-MMA fighter, someone who's been living, born and raised in Las Vegas, sommelier, how, how do you become the coach that you are right now to talk about this even? Like walk me through a little bit of your story. Well, now now I'm, I'm blushing. So thank you. I appreciate you. And I just, I just want you to know that I think it really comes down to service. Like ever since I was um, a boy, like I just had this piece of me that I wanted to serve. And even though I was a fighter and I had that drive, I always did better and was more inclined to the teaching side. Like I love to help people grow and coach them. And then I really, I was talking to one of my coaches about this and I was like, wow, like I never thought about it, but being in the restaurant industry for two decades, it's all about service. Mm -hmm. Like, and I mean, it's the, it's the highest level of service, right? You're with these Michelin star chefs, you're a sommelier, you're in these high-end five-star, you know, five diamond hotels. And um, I think it really was about the idea of serving. And then as we grow and get older, you know, there's that, that piece of you that just wants to give back. And I think we look at legacy, we look at giving back. And, and that was how I kind of transitioned into the coaching world. Wow. Amazing. So what, what has been your realization about this feminine masculine. I know it's something that you love. You're pretty passionate to talk about. Do you want to share maybe like top level? What's that play? Yeah, for sure. It's funny because I have a friend of mine. Um, she is partnered with a gentleman and they have a, a unique like kind of personality test. And I do a lot of like astrology and human design and Enneagram and gene keys and you name it, right? And it was actually probably one of the most in-depth um, tests I've ever taken. And what was really interesting, and this is why I think maybe I'm so passionate about it, is she's like, never have I seen a man and not even a woman like this. She goes, but you're actually, like, I think it was 52.3 or 52.4% balanced. 
Wow. And I thought that was so interesting. And I'm like, this really is like, it's like a, a tangible identifier that I'm on to the right track of this balance of feminine and masculine. And I think that we look at it like, if you want more joy and happiness in your life, right? And if you want more success and efficiency, I think we have to realize that we are just this blend. You know, I look at it like the yin and yang symbol. There's a little bit of black, a little bit of white. They flow together. They never start. They never stop. And I think that it's an ebb and flow. And I think as we talk about this over the next 30 minutes, it's really the understanding that this is an ebb and flow is simultaneously happening constantly and knowing that you need to balance those pieces if you want the highest level of efficiency and happiness in your life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not, it's interesting because it's almost like we've been led to believe, okay, you're a moment. So you, you, you're, you know, embodying the feminine and you're a man, you should embody the, the masculine. And Lately, I feel like in the last few decades, women have been trying to be in this masculine energy, like, you know, break the glass ceiling and like just crushing the corporate world to realize that, you know, is that really where we're best suited? I don't know. What do you think? This is a really hot, to hot topic right now. And I think it's funny because people are trying to polarize and they're trying to go a little bit back to the traditional on one end and they're trying to go far end on the other to non-traditional. And I think the bottom line is it goes back to balance again. Mm -hmm. And I think it's trying to say that women are supposed to be like this and fit in this category and men are supposed to fit in this category, I think is ridiculous. I think that we're all so unique that we have different blends. I do think if we're talking generalizations, yeah, like women are naturally going to be more feminine and men are naturally going to be more masculine. But I think it's understanding how you operate and knowing that maybe a woman's a little more masculine than the man that she's with or the environment she's in and vice versa. He might be more feminine, but I think it's understanding those dynamics and realizing you don't fit into a box. And I just want to speak on the um, climbing the corporate ladder or business pieces. So women wanted equality when feminism came out and that's what you strived for and, and rightfully so. But now once the equality was there and you had this equal opportunity, right? It became, well, I want to be equal to the top dog and the top dog was a man. So now women are striving to be like the metric of a male and it just isn't really working out very well. And I was curious your thoughts on that because, you know, I see it as, there, there's a, an ongoing joke in the community and I, yeah, I'm just going to say it, but it says any woman that strives to be like a man doesn't think very highly of herself. <laughs> and I think true. it's, and it's not because men shouldn't think highly of themselves. It's because we're so different and unique and we're missing that component of, of honoring our natural tendencies, you know? Yeah, it's so true. We can be in our feminine energy and still be at the top. We don't have, well, but I'm also curious to hear what you what, what you think of that. But what I can speak to is that I see my clients who, like me, have been these high-achieving women just pushing through life, pushing through the corporate ladder. And the first thing they know is, is they're burnt out. You know, they just crash solid. They haven't taken a breath in 10 years. They haven't slowed down. They haven't connected with their body, with their soul, with what they want. And then here they are in their forties thinking, is, is that it? Is that what life is about? And so I know that is happening for sure. So I know that it's not serving women to be like that. So what do we do you about know, that? 
Well, I think there's a couple of pieces there. One is the metric is to be masculine, right? That's the metric of success to yeah. be masculine. And I think that that metric is completely off. I don't think we're honoring enough of like, when I look at women, you create all the people you are mother earth, your life, like what could be more powerful than that feminine energy? And so when I talk about men and women, I always say that men's job is to really be a container right, for this amazing, powerful feminine energy that is more powerful, in my opinion, than masculine energy. And we're supposed to be a structure, not a hammer, not to beat it down. And I think that men have become afraid of it a little bit. And that's why we have things patriarchal like they are. But um, as far as women as a whole, I think that they need to really sit with themselves and think like, what really fills me up? And, and we have to just kind of silence the conditioning of society that says, this is the metric of success. You know, nobody's talking about the metric of success of a successful life that, that is about family and connection and partnership and all the beautiful things that a woman brings to life, which is joy and peace and happiness and nurturing. That metric is just shunned to the side. And I think that that's really where I think all of us need to look like, what do we really desire for true happiness? Not what we're being told. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that you're mentioning that. And I do feel like there's this shift, like I've been feel, feeling it for the last couple of years and maybe this whole pandemic thing helped us to do that, to be like, okay, wait, this is not working. And now that we're forced to slow down, I can see I'm not happy. I'm not healthy. So can you shed light on what does it even mean to be in your masculine? What does it even mean? Or what does it look like to be in your feminine energy? Yeah, absolutely. I'll speak on both of them. And so, and I'll tell you when a good idea is to, when to be in either of them. And so when I look at masculine energy, this is implementation and execution, right? It's driven, it's decisive, there's confidence there. And it's also using our analytical and our logical mind in our thinking. Right. And it's like I said, it's very action oriented. It's even competitive. Right. Yeah. And it's not so open. It's more goal driven. Right. And then we look at this feminine energy and it's, it's receiving, it's absorbing. And I think this is the creativity, the intuition, the trust. And when I think about our brains or our bodies, because I think we use both to make decisions, is it's when you're in trust. It's when you're in intuition over logic. It's when you're feeling you're adaptable and, and it's this connection over achievement, right? And you're more open-minded and receptive. I, I had like full goosebumps because clearly that's what my body is craving more of. But yeah, that feminine energy, you said receiving. And that is something I feel like if you've been in the masculine energy, like the doing switching it to the being and receiving is actually really hard. Yeah. I know. Like, I'll I'll I can talk on that from a business perspective, if you like. Yeah. Well, so I think it, it's a big shift because in the beginning, I think you really do have to be quite a bit in your masculine, right? Like you have that moments of downloads and, and you get some beautiful ideas, but you really need to go out there and create, you need to get on the ball and do. But I think when your business grows to a certain point, and you have put systems in place where things can be done for you, this is where the feminine actually comes in. And it's far more powerful because this is where you're masterminding, you're connecting, you're making joint ventures, and you're getting downloads because you took a walk on the beach. Like, oh, this is a great idea. Let my team go implement it. So as we grow, our masculine gets us so far, but then that's it. You know, the, the, you, you can't grow beyond that because one, you can't do all the things. You got to step back and allow people to do them for you. And then also you need to absorb that beautiful 
like, like I say, downloads that are getting presented to you that you're just not able to listen to because you're just go, go, go all the time, you know? Ah, I love this. And you know what? Hearing you mention that just tells me, you know, that corporate ladder, that's what's missing is at, like you said, like at one point you have to realize that masculine energy can only get you so far. And then it's just stepping back, delegating, creating systems that do things for you. And then just receiving, creating, and that's what's missing. And maybe that's what women can bring to corporations, but they're, we're not being really allowed to do that right now. It's just, I think the men aren't allowed to do it. The women aren't allowed to do it. And I think they are approaching it and they're doing their best to serve, but I don't think they're doing it from the right angle. And I'll give you an interesting example. Because when I think of feminine energy, I think of our ability to connect, right? So this might be a networking opportunity, building relationships. Um, You know, you look at the special forces community and when they go in to like a, a foreign country and they need to create connection, they bring special ops CIA females with them because they're going to make the connection with the men and the women way better than the man ever could. So in that arena, the woman is supreme. So I think that's where we're missing the piece of saying, this is better than this, or this is the leader in here. It's like, no, we are all so unique and different. We need to start honoring both parts and knowing that, and maybe it's a woman or a man, but the bottom line is we're all feminine masculine within so let's honor both of those parts within ourselves and know when to tap into each one to get the best result. You know, I think that's the goal, right? Yeah. And talking about knowing when to tap into each one, I know you've discussed a little bit of that, but so let's say I'm just kind of putting myself back, let's say five years when I was in the doing, I didn't even, it never even crossed my mind that there was another way of being or that I was you know, more in the doing. Anyway, I was just, yeah, so deep in it. I couldn't even see it. But how does one, what's, what, what is it that you can do to start shifting? Do you have, yeah, like, I, I have actually a step, a, a pretty step-by-step process on this. And I think it, it just really starts with awareness. Yeah. Right. And I think that we need to all stop and take inventory of how often we're in each state. So we need to understand, am I in a receiving state? Or am I in an execution implementation state? And we need to take that inventory and we need to decide what is needed more at the time, right? I don't think it's a, like, I think in the beginning, we have to accept the reality if we're too much in our masculine, we really want to try to be more in our feminine. If we're too much in our feminine, we want to try to be more in our masculine. But we have to look at the bigger overall picture and it is not one way or the other. It's knowing when to switch from where to where. And so for me, I make a conscious effort to make sure there's routines incorporated into my life. So for example, from a very masculine side, I know, and this is easy for probably most of your listeners, their daily lives, their scheduling, their time blocks, right? We know how to do that. But are you incorporating breath work, meditation, self-care, things that are really tapping into that feminine, allowing yourself a time block of an hour to walk on the beach or go outside and receive I think when we start taking an inventory, seeing where we're at, and then making sure that we have a daily routine that implements both, then we can start to balance which one's which and when to utilize them. Does that help? Yeah, totally. And that's something I do with my clients is making sure we looked at at their morning routine, evening routine, fine tuning, because that's really where the missed opportunities are. And it's quick, easy tweaks that you can do. Um, and like you mentioned, like the, the meditation, like just connecting with yourself before diving into your emails and the social media vortex. 
Um, I know what I did when, when we had that coaching session together, like it just took me aback. It was like a nice slap in the face, (laughs) which I needed. And then I started to actually build my calendar and approach my calendar in such a different way. And I've started like blocking actual, like I'll have two hours of focus time on a Friday. And for me, that's like my journaling. That's where I get my downloads and where I can reflect back on the week and project the week ahead. And just, just, you know, that time where there's nobody at me. (laughs) Absolutely. And then I, I actually, because I love to go on long walks, but I don't always have the luxury of time, but now I've blocked it in. It's like, I have this like one hour and a half twice a week it's in there. And so I think it's almost like you have to be organized with your masculine side to allow the feminine to. I was just going to say that. I'm like, that's a very masculine approach to femininity, but I love it. Cause when you think about it, like what is the masculine supposed to do? Right? Like I have a very good friend of mine. Her name is Jared. She says like men are the river banks and women are the river. Right? So Ooh, your structure, right. It's so beautiful. And your structure of your routine is allowing for the feminine to take place. You know, another thing I do, I look at my schedule, I can't remember what I put, but I try to just change the way I think of things. So like, I don't put gym, I put health and longevity. I don't put like, I need to shower, I put revitalize, you know? Like, I don't put I need to post, I put social expansion. So it's just one of those things, you know, or even in the evening, I'm trying to see what I put. Oh, I put peace and quiet and recovery, like as opposed to sleep. And that just changes my mindset around what's in my calendar. Cause sometimes we look at our calendars, like I'm going to do this, you know, I love this. Oh my God. Perspective vision. Love it. It just changes everything. It changes like right away. It puts you in the right frequency. Absolutely. And we all know it's about frequencies and energy. I think it's just so important, right? Well, now you're opening the frequency can of worms. (laughs) Okay. Let's go there. You recently went on this um, retreat with Dr. Joe Dispenza and you came back completely transformed. Like I saw your mind being blown and now you've like, you, you make me want to do it. It's totally on my to-do list. Maybe not for this year, but a 2024 thing. Um, Just share. What is it that you learn? Like from the frequency, the quantum, all the goodness of it. Okay. Well, first off, I'm going to tell you, you have to do it. It's amazing. Um, Second, I'm going to tell you that it is no joke. Like he is all business. It was about 13 hours a day. You're meditating for about six of that, but it really was like a boot camp to me. And what I loved about it is it, it, you know, he makes it almost so hard that to go home and meditate for an hour a day is like, ah, this is easy. You know what I mean? And I like that because to sit down and meditate for an hour prior to that, I was just like, that would have been such a thing. And now I'm like an hour, this is so easy. And I would just say that there's three big takeaways I received. And one was that, and this is going to be hard for some of the audience to hear because um, it was hard for me, but we are all exactly where we want to be. Now, most likely that's subconscious, but we are actually attached to the patterns, mm-hmm. right? That we are, we're living, right? And to break these patterns, we must accept that reality first, that we are exactly where we really want to be. Like we have chosen this. And that was a lot of radical responsibility, right? This extreme ownership piece. And it was even more because you're like, no, wait, like I actually want all the bad things in my life. Like, yeah, where do you want those? Where are you addicted to those? Where are you attached to the patterns? And then, you know, the big thing for me, like a major takeaway was he's like, listen, y'all can create from the 3D, do what you want. 
He's like, it just takes so damn long, you know? And so I was like, okay, so what's the, the alternative? And he's like, it's just so much easier to embody this feeling, right? Of what you actually want and to create from the quantum. So for Dr. Joe, it was just about really being so connected in the space of literally feeling like you're already where you want to be, yeah. that your body and your mind, is, you're, it has to catch up. That's all. It's just now playing catch up versus, so that's that whole success is inevitable. And then the, the, the last piece was just like, I was able to tap into what he calls the nothingness and the consciousness. And I've been able to do that every single day since then. Wow. And it's been, yeah, it's, it's wild. And, and I, I got to get, I had a little hack. It's not fair, but I've experimented with, you know, alternative psychedelics and things like that. So I think I kind of could feel where the meditations were going, where somebody else might not have had access to that, but it feels so, it's like so beautiful and amazing. Like it just makes your daily life easier. And to be honest with you, you want nothing in that place. Like it's just pure love and peace and all of your goals and ambitions, not that they go out the window. You just realize like, you are completely abundant right here, right now. And that's a pretty cool energy to, to wake up in the morning and walk out of your meditation. With. Oh my God. And think about that, but in mm. any sphere of your life, whether like with my clients, they're trying to heal or get out of this downward spiral they've been on where, you know, whatever it is, they're gaining weight and they have all these limiting beliefs where it's like, well, I've done this before. It never did anything. But like you said, it's like breaking that pattern of the past, liberating yourself from it and holding that vision of the future, embodying it every day. Right. Yeah. We, we actually healed like hundreds of people there. Um, mm -hmm. There was like six of us surrounded. They were in the middle and and that's his new kind of, I think, direction for the, the, the legacy of his life is he's really been working with people. And they had San Diego State University there. We're talking 750 urine samples, blood samples, brain scans, maps, and all of the data was on the screen. And this is all going to be white papered. And it was the person that came in at baseline, all the good things in their body were up here in seven days and all the bad things were down there. Like it was insane to see, like, this is not, you know, woo woo stuff anymore that might work. Like he's proving it from, you know, a university level. And I thought that that was beautiful. And I know your clients are trying to heal. Yeah. So understanding that that healing takes place from within. Mm -hmm. And when you tapped into the quantum, you're completely perfect in that space. So you're so happy and so beautiful. You come back. He said, a lot of people, they don't even care about their diseases or their issues. And so they honestly just disappear and fall off. Yeah. Oh my God. The quantum is something that I know is so hard to understand for most people. Um, even me, like I've been able to maybe tap into that, like in long meditations, maybe a handful of time, but I find like, yeah, I need to hear about your hacks to get there faster. <laughs> oh, they're little plant medicine hacks, but I can I tell you about the, the quantum if you want to know about it. I mean, he really explained it well, and it's a vibration. So the way he explained it is he, he, he had like a straight line. He goes, this is consciousness. This is the quantum. This is light speed. This is just everything just is. And he goes, as it slows down right? It starts to break up into dots, right? Like, like the, a line that's broken up. So now it starts to take form. So this is the consciousness of the vibration at its highest level. And then it's just lowering its vibration so it can take form. And an analogy I came up with was just, you know, when you're driving like hundred miles an hour down the street and you just see all the things flashing by, yeah. and it's just one line, but then you cruise downtown square and everything has form. 
So just think about that vibration. And that's really where the quantum's at. And that's where nothing has form, but everything can be created and then come to form. Does that make sense? Yes. No, it really does. And so what, like when you use it, do you use the quantum? Do you tap into that space to manifest or just to be? You're in your feminine energy. That's a beautiful question. So I thought I was going to want to manifest. Like, this is what I'm going to manifest. I got it. I'm going to get in here. And then you get in there and you want for nothing. Yeah. And you just be. And I think what Dr. Joe has understood and what I'm starting to understand is when you just be in that beautiful high vibration, you bring that frequency back to your daily life. And now you connect with those frequencies and those things of a higher vibration in general are naturally drawn to you. So you don't even need to manifest. Yeah, you're it's at just the frequency. Coming. Yeah, exactly. And that was so beautiful to me. Like it was mind blowing. And just to not want for anything, to just know that you're perfectly perfect and abundant exactly where you're at brings all the abundance that you want anyway. Totally. But isn't that being able to be in your feminine energy? Absolutely. That's I would like say that the, that's, the it's creation energy, Vanessa. That's life. I mean, it's mother earth. This is creation energy. And that is feminine. And that's why I will always tell people feminine is far greater than masculine, in my opinion. <laughs> I love it. Coming from a man. I love it. And, you know, a real man in the sense, like, you're just, you're, you're a fighter. Like, you're, and for you to be able to, like, recognize, acknowledge, to have felt it, it's just so powerful. And I, I love that it's holding space for other men around you as well to be like, oh, wait a minute, I'm allowed to be like, I love what you said. Like we're supposed to be the container, the river bank. We're supposed to be there to surround, elevate, you know, empower the feminine. Like, wow, that's powerful. More men you know, need to hear this. <laughs> I, I agree. And I think I'm very blessed to have what I call the packaging, right? The fighter, the tattoos, the shaped head, the body. Like I realize that that gives me the capacity for someone to listen to me that wouldn't normally listen. True. And I can give them permission and go, look, I'm just like you, you know, and I'm telling you, when you tap into this piece, you're so much happier, you're so much more efficient, your life is so much more balanced. And it doesn't have to be one way. I think we think we have to be one way. And it doesn't have to be that. I just love that I have the, the opportunity and the blessing to be able to give people permission that are kind of looking at me and going, oh, I can relate to him, you know? Yeah. And let's talk maybe in closing about the impact of that in actual love relationships, because I know that's also something you love to talk about. And, and I know this is something that even just for, for my listeners, for, for those high achieving women, like the, the partner in our life is so critical, but we also need to be to be told that it's okay to step down. We also need to, like you said, we need that masculine, that yeah, that masculine energy to hold the fort, to give us the security, the safety. What do you think? I think it's a process. I'm gonna call out both men and women. Um, but I'll start with the women and I'll say that like when you're super in your masculine and you're so used to being that way, you come home from work and you're just you you are not allowing for your partner to show up in their masculine, then it's going to shut them down. 
True. Like it's literally going to shut them down. And they're, they, they, if they don't have a powerful enough masculine, which I think we need to teach more of, they're mm-hmm. going to shut down and shy away. And then the, it's going to be the balance is going to be off. But I think vice versa, the man has to realize you want a woman to drop into her feminine and be even, I, I know this isn't a great word, but submissive a little bit, and a little more tender and gentle and kind. You need to show up as someone that she can count on. She can trust she feels like she has safety. The most important thing for a woman is to feel safe. When a woman feels safe, she will just melt and give whatever she can. But if she doesn't feel safe, she's going to protect herself. So I think it comes from both sides of if you want your partner to be more of what you want them to be, then you need to be the opposite of that and be powerful in that. And I think it's so offset these days. And I, I hear the complaint from women. I'm doing all the masculine things. I'm taking care of the kids. Plus I'm trying to do the feminine things. I'm working. And I hear the complaint from the man. I'm doing all the things. I'm working, doing this and that. She doesn't work. She doesn't take care of the kids. She stays home. She spends all the money. And it's like, it's just so off balance. And I think they're both right, right? Like both are right. There's just not a balance in the relationship. And I think, unfortunately, we've really shied away from some traditional values. And I don't think that it has to go back to old school tradition, but I think that the last 10,000 years of humanity, they weren't completely off. Like there is, you know, they have some wisdom there and we can infuse that with a modern way of living and thinking to find really balanced, healthy, beautiful relationships. There is so much wisdom when we start looking back, right? It's like, we just started messing things up in the last hundred years, but what, what, what is, like some of the key wisdom pieces you would you're talking about that you're referring to that we need to bring back into our day-to-day life i think that we need to remove the conditioning of society to say what the actual metric of success is and i think we need to honor people and what they really want not what they're told they should want like if a woman wants to go to university and get a master's and degree and go off and climb the corporate ladder she should go do that. But if she's doing that because that's what society tells her is okay, because she really just wants to have a family and be nurturing and take care of her partner, I think that we need to honor both of those. And I think we need to look at the, also the reality of the timeline of women, right? Like their ability to, to reproduce. Do they really want a family? And, and, and unfortunately for women, I do feel empathy there is that like they have a choice to make right? There's a major choice there. You have to choose honestly between your career and your family because one's going to give. So I think honoring that space at an earlier age and saying, hey, you can go down these paths, but no, these are the repercussions of both. What do you really want? And I think that's what we need more of. And I think we need more of men understanding that they have a responsibility to show up in high levels of integrity and honor their word because that is what creates powerful communication and powerful safety so that people, not just women, can trust them and drop in and be vulnerable with each other. And I think that that's a big thing is men need to learn to be more vulnerable and they think it's feminine and it's not. Vulnerability is strength. Oh, wow. I love this. So how, how do we make it happen? Do you think it will happen? Are you seeing some shifts? Are you, what's your vibe? So I'm really speaking about this lately because I see the shift and it's like a pendulum. So I'm trying to meet in the middle because the shift went from super feminism, women over here on this end. Now it's shifting back to like, it should go back to traditional roles. The women should stay at home and take care of babies. The men should do this. I'm like, this is not reality. Reality is a blend of these two and understanding what it even means. I bet you if you ask most people what feminine and masculine even mean, they wouldn't even know. 
No. Like it's just, it's, you know, a friend of mine, we call it headline news. Don't give me the headline news. Did you dig into this? Do you even know what you're talking about? And I think there's too many people talking one end or the other. And just to give you that pendulum idea is when you polarize, as we know, we're marketers, right? Vanessa, it gets likes, it gets views, it gets follows. And that's not what this is about. This is about finding balance and peace. So if you're over here or you're over here, I think you're off, off kilter. And I think that's not the answer. Yeah, it's, um, it's, you know, when you start thinking about it, it's easy to start losing hope <laughs> for humanity, yeah. especially as women, when we put kids into this world, it's like, oh my yeah. God, what are we doing? But like, I don't know. Do you think, do you, do I have you faith. Yeah. The, the world has been through quite a bit. I think yeah. that we'll make it through this. I think there's a lot of things that are happening right now that, that are going to be generational. And I think that they will um, change over time. And I think that the world is awakening. And I, I will also say this just from an overarching theme. I think anybody in the spiritual space believes we're having an awakening right now as, as a collective. Yes. And let's be honest here. When you have an awakening, it's like those memes. They think it's all butterflies and unicorns and rainbows. It's like, this is it. It's you want to change the system. It's a revolution. And that is a lot of uplift, not, not uplifting, but like turmoil is what I was trying it's to say. It's like shadow like, work. It's doing, yeah. yes, exactly. So it's not I'm hoping, yeah, I'm hoping all this shadow work for lack of better words that the whole world's doing, you know, pans out in the next decade to be something really, really beautiful. Yeah. And, and I think just the mere fact of being aware, like you mentioned at the top, open, like as us women and mothers, if we're aware and if we start being a little bit more in the middle or, you know, being very conscious and intentional, then we create space for them, which is what we didn't really get from the previous generation, right? So we're holding this trauma from like four or five generations. So now us, Stepping into that space breaks the cycle. I think I can see it in my, even in my daughter, when I'm in that space. I agree. And I think it's understanding that it is not black and white. And I think that I can only speak for the U S that's where I grew up is, you know, it's just, it's this way. And then we swing back to this way. I mean, look at the presidents, right? Oh. <laughs> like how we swing these pendulums instead of being like, well, where's the balance in the middle? And I live in Colombia in Medellin at the moment. And there is a much different mindset around femininity here and masculinity and traditional roles and the way people show up. And they're still very, very progressive. I mean, the women all go to college and they're super educated, but they just view life a little bit differently than the yeah. typical, what we would call Western world. Yeah. It's interesting you say that because even me spending a few weeks in Nosara in Costa Rica, I felt that feminine energy like so deeply. It was very trans transformative for me. It was like, but wait, like these women, it looks like they have, they have it all because they're just like in it. And they're powerful. Oh. Are they not? Do they are like this feminine energy and this power? Like we've yes. like demonized it in the West. Like, oh, it's so these women are like, no, I have the power. They are exuding sexiness and power and femininity. Yes. And that is just the frame and the perspective they have versus yes. our frame and perspective, you know. And we can get into conditioning on another podcast, but <laughs> I think a lot of that comes from the conditioning of what we're being taught. It's so true. But yeah, it was very actually liberating for me to watch them and to be like, okay, wait, it, it actually works. Like it's magnetic. Like I want more of it. 
And so I can already see if we start doing this shift here in the West, it's going to hold space for more and more people to be okay to, to step into that energy, you know, and that's how we create change. When I think it starts with women like you, just the awareness, right? Like at the end of the day, like if you didn't experience that environment, I mean, I'm in my forties and I didn't understand this until I came here because I never saw it. I'm only getting, it's like the algorithm, right? You're only getting fed what you see. And so if we can bring more awareness. You can be like, oh, this isn't what I thought. And this isn't what everybody told me it was. And I realized how actually conditioned I was from my upbringing and really, and stepping in and going, wait a minute, like, I don't know it all. There's different ways of being. And I was taught this my whole life. My dad believed this. He's in his eighties and this is the way it is. And you go, wait a minute, there's so many other ways. Yeah. And you being brought up in Vegas, you know, of all places where all you saw of the feminine side was so twisted and wrong, right? None of it is real. It took me a long time to really accept the reality that I grew up in adult Disneyland. I was there for 40 years of my life in the nightlife restaurant industry. I mean, I was Mr. Vegas. So that was my experience. And it really jaded and skewed the way I saw things. So I had to heal my own wounds and realize that like, I have to look at women less objectively and in different ways. And this is what you're taught in Vegas, right? It's it's all a show. And like you said, it's all, it's all a facade. Yeah. None of it is the real, you know, these women that you're seeing now in Colombia, that's the real feminine side. And I'm sure that it took you by surprise. You're like, holy crap. Okay. (laughs) They're they're very amazing here. It's a different, it's a different environment. I would just say this is to be honest with you. We are the minority. Like I'm telling you, like the way the rest of the world thinks, they don't think like this. You know, it's really just the West mindset and i'm not saying i think we just need to blend them both and bring pieces of each and create something a little bit more balanced i agree great wow well thank you so much for sharing all your wonderful wisdom and sharing your joe dispenza nuggets and actually if you listeners if you want to dive deeper you recommended a book to me becoming supernatural by dr joe dispenza and if you're curious about the data that Mark was referring to, it's all in that book. And that book blew me away. I could not put it down. And um, I still refer back to it. It's so enlightening. If you're curious about the frequency healing, and if you're curious about the quantum and everything that happens there, this book is just amazing. So I can't recommend it enough. Mark, where can people find you if they want to hear more about this amazing information? Well, if they want to just find me, um, they can do my Instagram. It's really simple. It's my name, Mark, M-A-R-C. And there's an underscore Anthony underscore long with L-O-N-G-W-I-T-H. And then the business is Energetic Alignment Academy. And we really help bring the feminine masculine to business service providers, spiritual entrepreneurs, heart-driven, heart-centered, you know, coaches and healers. And that is just Energetic Alignment Academy. I'm sure you can find it online if you look it up on the website or the Instagram. And yeah, that's the best place to find us. Yeah. And if if any of you are curious to know about what it Mm -hmm. is to be in that container, feel free to message me. I'm happy to share my experience. It's been... It's been six months of rapid growth and support for me um, with your guidance there. It's just, yeah, stepping into that feminine, receiving, being okay with that. 
rest is productive. I always say that. So yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here and for sharing um, all your ideas today. And we'll see you again. Thank you, Vanessa. It's an honor. I appreciate you. That was such an amazing conversation. I'm so uplifted, energized by it. I hope you enjoyed it as much as both Mark and I did. I wanted to let you know, if you're curious about Mark's work, he's going to be hosting with his co-founder, Coach Gabrielle, Coach G, we call her, a five-day workshop starting on April 3rd, Monday. And this workshop is free, you guys. This is the this is so much amazing content. If you are a coach in the business, spiritual healing, health space, this might resonate with you. And so if you feel inclined, I'm going to put the link in the show notes to see what uh, Mark Mark's work is all about. But I can tell you these five days of um, daily teachings are extremely valuable. He even talks about Um, the money mindset and how to rewrite your money story and how to start creating healing in your clients, how to start attracting your ideal clients. Anyway, it's, it's just so wonderful. I attended it myself and I was deeply transformed by it. So I'm going to put it in the show notes. I hope you enjoy today's conversation. As always, feel free to leave a review on Apple podcasts. It just helps me get better ranking. So this conversation, these conversations, these topics are available in front of more people, which is the goal. I want to help more people reclaim their energy and tap into the highest version of themselves. Thank you again for being here. And I hope to see you next week. Hey, beautiful women. If the tips and tricks I'm sharing here on the show are getting you inspired, excited about the possibility of feeling like yourself again, maybe it's time we hop on a call. Did you know I offer free 30-minute discovery calls to anyone being curious about my health coaching approach, but most importantly, anyone feeling like their time is now. If you're feeling like you've had enough, it's time to turn things around, well, let's chat. Find the link in the show notes and let's meet. The information shared on this podcast is for information purposes only and doesn't provide any medical advice. Vanessa Grutman does not cure, diagnose, or treat disease. Please consult your physician before trying any new protocol or product.